Hold the Line with Mike Solon is brought to you by the Seattle Police Officers Guild, Seattle's public safety voice. Hey, welcome back to Hold the Line with Mike Solon, episode 27, Molotov Man Gets Busted by the FBI. Stay tuned, let's break it down. The line must be drawn here. This far, no farther. This is where we hold them. This is where we fight. We will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish. Gotta fight. Hold the Hey, so if you remember two years ago, and we're just a little bit past that anniversary on Labor Day, the mob showed up at Spog. And obviously they're reacting to the energy surrounding the riots and their continued activism. And they targeted Spog specifically because we were pushing back pretty hard on a lot of that nonsense because officers were getting assaulted. They were trying to burn places down. And then this building became the focus of their wrath. And uh, we're going to look at the video, but I think what this signifies more importantly, the reason why this podcast, I started to do this podcast, is because, um, you know, Lady Justice might be slow, but she doesn't forget. And uh, just want a hat tip to the FBI and our other law enforcement professionals that worked this case diligently for the past two years that held someone criminally uh, accountable uh, for their uh, for their actions. And Justin Christopher Moore from Renton pled guilty in federal court to unlawful possession of a destructive device. Moore admitted he made and carried the box of 12 explosive devices in the protest to the building on Labor Day. So I'm going to paint the picture here with... Uh, Cairo's piece of this that breaks it down and we'll uh, we'll get a little more in-depth coverage. Again, now new at five, a Renton man just pleaded guilty to bringing a box of Molotov cocktails to a fiery protest at the Seattle Police Officers Union headquarters two years ago. We were there when things got out of control that evening, and this was part of that backlash against law enforcement following the police murder of George Floyd. Well, Justin Moore admitted to unlawful possession of destructive devices today in federal court. Investigators say they were able to identify the 34-year-old from protest video and electronic information from the devices of his co-conspirators. Moore faces up to 10 years in prison when he is sentenced in December. You know, I want to thank Cairo for putting that piece together. In fact, Como put a piece out as well. So does King 5 and then My Northwest just regurgitated with the Associated Press put out in response to this. But I thought the Associated Press, the Associated Press's uh, coverage of this, I think the title is just, I kind of laughed at it because it's just tends to just lack common sense. Basically just says, man pleads guilty to bringing Molotov cocktails to protest. So right there, the first thing that struck me is, what kind of a protest does anybody bring an explosive device or incendiary device Molotov cocktails to? Doesn't seem to really warrant the protest tag. It seems to be a riot tag. That's criminal intent. So... I would just say that that's the first thing that caught my eyes. I thought it was funny. Uh, maybe they're just kind of trying to downplay it. But at least they're covering it, which to me is positive. But using Molotov cocktails in a protest sentence or a title, uh, 
uh, to me is a bit wrong. He probably should say riot. And it turned out to be a riot. Cops got assaulted for sure. Uh, Como basically broke it down um, on September 22nd, basically. And Renton Matt admitted to having a dozen Molotov cocktails during a 2020 protest. Again, protest. How about a riot? Justin Christopher Moore, 34, was in U.S. District Court this week for the crime, which was connected to the plot to burn the Seattle Police Officers Guild building in downtown Seattle during September 2020. Moore admitted he made and carried the box of 12 explosive devices in the protest to the building on Labor Day. Police at the protest began to move protesters away from the building when they smelled gasoline and became concerned about the intentions. Officers said they soon found the Molotov cocktails in the parking lot next to the building. Video surveillance was used to find out who left them there, showing Moore carrying the box. Moore's home was searched last June, and they found numerous items consistent with making explosive devices, according to court officials. His charge, unlawful possession of a destructive device, is punishable by up to 10 years in prison. So thank you, Cairo and Como, for that reporting, as well as the Associated Press, although I did not like your title. But appreciate the media doing its job with getting some information out there. And like I always say, more information that you get, then you can make your own decision on where the message lies. So credit to the FBI and all the other partners in play. So um, I'm going to break down the video that Spog put out, and I mentioned in Como's written piece there that I talked about video surveillance. And it's quite clear that our investment to protect this building during 2020, during that tumultuous time, uh, paid off, uh, obviously, because the video surveillance was used for this investigation. And then our advocacy with the YouTube video that we put together based upon the mob's actions in front, their intent to burn this place down, what they did to the officers, and then how the officers conducted themselves speaks for itself. Hope you enjoy. Is this coming from Spog? This is coming from Spog! Oh, yeah. Early nod to hold the line right there. escalated it, their actions became very violent. So there's the mob in front. This is before we have a permanent fencing up. And look at them starting to probe our fencing. There's Mr. Moore. Carrying the explosive uh, incendiary devices right there. And our cameras identify them. Look at them probing our fence. They were intent to burn this place down. This is not a protest. This is a mob 
looking to destroy and if not kill people inside the building. And I was inside of the building at the time, amongst other people. Look at the great cops come in, protecting property and life. Just great work. Some of the rioters deploy bear spray against the officers assaulting them. Here's some body cam video footage we used that was publicly available. Watch this guy kick an officer in the head. And there's a Molotov cocktail. It's right off 4th Avenue South, just a little bit north of Spog. This is when the mob was retreating trying to hurt us in the process, if not kill us, set us on fire. So 22 people were arrested. Good work, SPD. And obviously, Mr. Moore, there's your... And then I've, we have yet to hear any politician uh, still condemn the acts of uh, the actions of uh, those criminals, domestic terrorists that day. But there you have it. That was our initial uh, breakdown. And, uh, you know, what it shows to me is that you're going to be held accountable for your actions, period. Um, These are unreasonable people. And they're obviously trying to change the criminal justice system by trying to kill cops and send a message. But obviously, common sense prevails. Lady Justice prevailed holding this guy accountable and it goes to show you that if you're an activist, you know, I, we have no problem with you protesting. But if you bring violence towards the community, you try to kill people, you try to hurt officers or kill officers, I'm telling you, you're going to be held accountable. And quite clearly, the FBI did its job. Well done. And uh, we thank them for that. So this isn't the first time that Antifa tried to uh, burn down Spog. As you know, uh, a little bit before the Labor Day protest, we had a situation that... Uh, warranted uh, an investigation. And here's the video that we put together again using the surveillance system that we put in place here um, very well, effectively. And I remind those two suspects who are that they are still under investigation. So if Mr. Moore gets 10 years, federal charges, massive, massive charges right there. It's a big difference between state charges and federal charges. Um, Justice will be served. Mark my words. This is the East Priest thing to trying to burn down. Some of these individuals were brought to justice as well. Could work. But this is absolutely unacceptable. They'll be using cement and rebar to try to 
pin officers inside the East Precinct. Now, these are two of the individuals that are still under investigation. You will be caught, and you will be held accountable. This is them casing the Spog building. Walking around. And the attack begins shortly after their reconnaissance. Looks like they missed on one Molotov cocktail that hit the side of the building there. Conducting acts of domestic terrorism are bent on killing police officers and destroying private and public property. Enough is enough. Councilmember Herbold, weigh in publicly and condemn these criminal actions. Seattle deserves public safety. Absolutely, Seattle deserves public safety. And what it shows me is that we're going to find you and we're going to bring you to justice, just like Mr. Moore was brought to justice. So where does this leave Seattle? You know, after two years later, we're still suffering from the effects of the defund the police movement. We're down over 500 officers, no matter what officials try to tell you or what kind of numbers they spin. Definitely recruiting and more importantly to me, retention are at play here. The retaining our current qualified, highly trained officers to stay here has been a significant challenge. Um, that's because we're still somewhat in a toxic political environment. But yet, as we see, things are changing. Crime is on the rise. I think the political, excuse me, the public safety political conversation is shifting. And we hope that city officials realize that they got a crisis on their hands. They got a crisis to save what's left of this department. And then the only way to do that is to offer the current people make make sure they don't leave is to offer a fair and competitive contract. Currently, we're without a contract. We're a year and 10 months in to an expired contract. And uh, you're not going to get many recruiting. Uh, I guess you're not going to get many recruits without a competitive contract. And then you're more importantly going to lose your current highly trained officers if we don't get a contract soon. So just a nod to keep the pressure on here. We got to get serious and hopefully we get to a deal here pretty soon. But a year and 10 months, it's unacceptable. And all cops want to, we, we care about number one. We love this agency. Seattle Police Department is the world-renowned agency, most accountable in the United States of America. Highly skilled, highly trained, excellent police department. We can't lose any more people. We've lost a ton of great cops, a ton, all avoided it could have been avoided we didn't have to lose these people so uh thanks for watching hold the line please share like and subscribe and i hope you're gonna like the next podcast i do i'll have a very special guest until that time keep consuming media where you make your own informed decision other than being told what to think like and subscribe and share this podcast. We got to get the information out. And together, we all can continue to hold the line. Take care.